0: Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your host, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing all right, Tyler.
0: How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So still hunkering down here, alright. In this uh quarantine. It's still happening. Uh, it's definitely given us some time to not only watch some movies, but play some games. And uh, I think we both we both feel this game we, we have a bit to talk about with this game about this franchise we're talking about the resident evil 3 remake this week if you do not know it is the remake obviously of uh, resident evil 3 nemesis a game that i think
1: is about 20 years old more or less yeah i believe the original game came out in
0: i know it was a ps1 game
1: i think it was 99 it came okay. out
0: so yeah just over 20 years uh obviously uh a lot like the original 3 this is the uh, successor to resident evil 2 that's one obviously being based off the resident evil 2 remake mike what'd you what'd you think of the game
1: um i mean the graphics were amazing the story was pretty good i mean it takes place just before and during resident evil 2 so they kind of go hand in hand gameplay was pretty cool uh the game overall was very short though i think first playthrough might take you three hours
0: yeah i mean i've been seeing people say oh you know it took me five six hours to play through but yeah you, you said three hours my playthrough was like three and a half four hours and that was me taking my time to you know take a look in uh, other directions besides where they want you to go try and get those collectibles
1: yeah i think the fastest i've completed it was like an hour and what was it like hour f- five minutes something like that
0: oh yeah once you unlock those weapons and uh, you can speed that the, it. There's not much in the game like this. This is definitely not like Resident Evil 2 where each Leon and Claire's campaign can take four to five hours each and then you shrink it down like, no, this is just five hours at most. And then, I mean, that's it. You can replay the game again if you want.
1: Yeah, to do the challenges, to unlock everything. I mean, if you're a fellow Platinum Hunter, this might be a game that you want to get because it's a very easy Platinum. I mean, I kind of forget what the percentage is for players who have Platinum this game.
0: I actually checked yesterday since I'm currently on the on the hunt for that Platinum. It's, it went up again. It's
1: 8.1%. It's actually sitting at 8.2 now. Oh. So this is becoming one of the easiest Platinums. Because realistically, yes, it takes some time to farm for that infinite launcher but once you have the infinite launcher you can speed run the game and really just tackle that inferno difficulty but overall tyler how did you feel the story went
0: uh i feel these now again this is uh for my opinion i have not played the original resident evil 3 so all i've heard going into this was oh my god nemesis is going to be amazing you know and just that it's set it's set in record city that's all i knew going into this i enjoyed it I enjoyed seeing Jill Valentine again. Uh, a lot better than as she was in Resident Evil 5. She was a, a badass. Carlos, I thought, was pretty good as well. He was kind of cheesy at first, but I warmed up to that. And by the end of it, you know, I, I was uh, happy to see whenever he showed up. And, I mean, Nemesis. I've heard they've you know cut out some content based around him in the game. But I would have liked to see him chase me around more.
1: Um... As far as what, like him at stage one?
0: In stage one, yes. Realistically, you can only do stage one. Um, uh, But I, I saw a uh, a video online of people, at least on the PC side, playing around with the game, uh, breaking it down. And apparently the game designers set it up so that, this isn't a big spoiler, but you know, toward the end of phase one, you go through the house, you go upstairs, like there's a house you cut through to get back yeah. to the train station. The game designers placed uh, garbage and trash, debris, forcing you to go one way. They removed it. They got Nemesis' attention. And they were able to get him in the house and upstairs and into that room where you get that stuff. Or you get, like, some ammo and stuff. So, like, it was built for him to follow you around most of the downtown Raccoon City. The AI could handle that. Now, I don't know, maybe it wasn't testing well. But I would have liked that dread that I
1: had with Mr. X. Um, well, I mean, nemesis does follow you around a good amount. So Mm -hmm. for example, the minute he starts following you downtown, I don't know if you noticed this, but if you go into that toy store to get one of those gems, yeah. While he's following you, he'll wait right outside the store for you. He doesn't walk away. He doesn't jump up. He just literally looks at you through the window, just waits for you to come back out. Um, that,
0: that's smart the AI knows there's no way out you have to come out that way yeah.
1: um, also the donut shop you think it'd be safe there because you know there's an item storage box he comes in there
0: okay see I didn't have that happen to me
1: oh trust me once you start playing on uh, what? on Inferno Tyler he's gonna follow you a lot more places I can guarantee it
0: uh, uh, okay well yeah I mean look the time he was chasing me I definitely got that Mr. X feeling from Resident Evil 2, especially since he moves a lot faster. Not running, but well, he moves yeah. faster. Um, and the fact mm-hmm. that he can basically teleport, you know, ahead of you, like, you know, I told you this before, but, like, when I went up the ladder of a building to go to the second floor to dip, you know, get the dip on him, as soon as I go down on that staircase on the roof, he's already there, footsteps coming up, you know. So I, I feel like, for me, that was... The best part of the game, and then one hour in, that's basically done. Yeah. Not to say the rest of the game is bad, but that was the most, like that got my heart pumping, like in RE2. And the rest was like, it's a good game. Like you said, the graphics are amazing. I don't know how much money Capcom has spent on the RE engine, but they are getting it's their money. It's off though. Oh, RE7, RE2, 3. Yeah, we're going to talk about in a few minutes, but. RE8 and 4, uh Devil May Cry 5, they all look fantastic. And you know, you, you see studios now struggling to get a good-looking game at what they want it to be on a base PS4. We're both playing on base PS4. It looks amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't need
0: the pro, don't need a PC. It's just, it looks great. So RE8 and 4 on a PS5. Oof, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm Obviously Capcom knows what they're doing when it comes to these games right now. Capcom
0: um, has had a fucking resurgence because uh, look where we were 10 years ago. We were getting ready for the release of Resident Evil 6.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so they've definitely turned it around.
1: Yeah, they went back to their horror roots, which is actually good. Still get a little disappointed that that they're not going to be remaking Resident Evil 1.
0: I think they'll get there at some point. I I think because they re released it on Xbox One, PS4 a few years ago and like touched it up a little bit, I feel like they don't want to cash that in right now. Like, because as far as people know, like, if you just look on a store, it's like, oh, they already remastered it, right? It's not a remake, but they remastered it. But like, meanwhile, if you know, it's like, well, it's basically the GameCube version from like 15 years ago. So, yeah, it's not much.
1: It's honestly the same graphics.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: before Which we move on to
0: surprising. to that, uh, there's one part of the game that, toward the end, the without without saying what it is, the post credit scene, it kind of teases. Do you think, uh, Capcom is going to change the timeline a bit, or are we going to see a game with this Jill again? It is basically just her walking away with a canister. You don't see her face. We assume it's her.
1: Well, we know it's her. All right. Um. Yeah. So, essentially, what he's getting at here is the post-credit scene, the canister of the T-virus that was destroyed, her only proof that, you know, it was Umbrella completely gone out the window. So, what this post-credit scene did was basically tell us, hey... Ever wonder what happened to Jill after this game? Well, you're about to find out.
0: But are we, though? Because we know how she ends up in five. Unless they're going to rewrite that story.
1: I I think they might.
0: Because I...
1: I I think they might. But hopefully they just rewrite six, too. Because six shouldn't have ever happened. And I mean, they are making slight changes in each game. As far as the story goes. Yes. Yes. So,
0: and this isn't a big addition, it's literally just a post credit tease. But why yeah. would you put that tease in there unless you didn't have a use for
1: it? Correct. Um, but even if they are keeping the main continuity of five, there's still a bunch of years in between. How did she ever get involved with the BSAA? You know,
0: no, that's true. That's true. You could easily have a game with her where you know, she, you know, her first few missions with that group, I mean, if you really want to stretch it out. You can have a whole mini, like, multi-game with her and other characters, and, like, the two or three games end with her trying to go, you know, stop Wesker. You know, she she gets captured, and then that leads into 5 perfectly. But, yeah. I don't because, like, I just feel like she's such a different character from, obviously, what we saw in 5, but, obviously, you know, she's being controlled in 5. I just, you brought up the point about rewriting. I think they might be trying to rewrite some of the worser games.
1: I I think that would be the smart thing to do.
0: Uh, And I I think we'll lead this into uh, the future of the franchise, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Current rumor is there's two games in development, RE8, but I think the biggest one right now is a proper RE4 remake in the RE engine, stated to come out 2022. I'm going to pose a specific question. Do you think they're going to rewrite for just a bit to tie it in Two, three, two and three at least, and possibly five, because it's mostly a standalone story.
1: Mostly. Well, it it is, but it isn't. Like, I'm not saying put it. in
0: Jill in four, but like.
1: No, because, you know, uh, in the beginning of four, I don't know if you remember, Leon kind of goes over his backstory saying, you know, he escaped Raccoon City. He then decided to, you know, work for the government, and then end up becoming Secret Service, and guarding the president's the president's yeah. family, and yada yada yada. Um. And you'd have to do a lot of reading of the files in the game to actually piece it together in the Resident Evil world. It's it's kind of weird because Umbrella is no longer a thing in that game, like, but Wesker is behind, obviously Ada Wong.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, after I feel like 2 and 3, Wesker just kind of... And obviously, you you see this in 5, he's clearly off doing his own thing. Like, he doesn't doesn't really give a shit about Umbrella.
1: Yeah, see, Uh, that's that's what's going to kind of annoy me, too. Just with the continuity, if you're going to set up Wesker as a villain, uh, you should have probably introduced him first in this, you know, remake of games. Because think about it, we haven't seen Wesker once. At all, and he's a main antagonist. We haven't seen him at all.
0: Mm-hmm. That you're you're absolutely correct. I mean,
1: you see his desk like several times. You see his desk. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it. anytime
0: you're in the police department, you see his desk. But like, he's not there. Now you could say, for this continu- continuity wise, it makes sense since this only happened a few months after the first game, the mansion incident, that he'd be off somewhere else. And this is the collapse of Raccoon City is basically umbrella's fuck up not his
1: uh well yeah yeah i mean do do you remember the first game much sure. or
0: i mean a bit here and there but like i'm not like yes the instance the incident from the mansion is kind of what kickstarted two and three but umbrella's handling of it of handling raccoon city is really piss poor and that's not on whisker I mean,
1: no because wesker was kind of off doing his own thing at that point
0: yes but then what? We we They would have to introduce him. Like, you, you'd actually have to show him in 4.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, technically, we didn't even, even see him in 4. No, just either. mentioned. Yeah. yeah, he's just mentioned by Ada, and that's about it.
0: Unless they're setting him up not to be the villain in this new series, because he's on 2, he's not on 3. 4, he's mentioned, and then 5 of oh, the big bad is finally here, and then he's dead. So
1: uh, yeah, I, I,
0: there's only so much they can do without rewriting everything completely. Because whatever they do in four, if they don't remake five, he dies in five. Yeah, and then we have to deal with his son in six.
1: Son, um, that's just out of nowhere.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, well, a lot of things come out of nowhere with that game. Okay, so I mean, I'm looking forward to four, even if they just remake it the exact same game. You know, look, looking great in the RE engine, 4K. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with that.
0: I know, obviously, you're hoping for number one as well. And I, I was kind of hoping for that, too. But I can get behind four as well. From two and three, uh, from what I've seen from people who've played both, that besides some of the content cut in three, uh, everyone's a fan of the of the new games. They're doing all right. So yeah, I, I feel they know number four is the, is the crown jewel of the franchise.
1: It is. It's what kind of brought the franchise back to life. Back when 4 first came out.
0: Yeah, reports are is that planning this has been back since 2018. So by the time it actually comes out, we're looking at five, six-year development for this game. They're taking their time. Um, so We have a Resident Evil game next year, apparently, with RE8. What do you think about the idea Chris might be a bad guy?
1: Well, I think it, he's going to be an antagonist. I wouldn't necessarily say the bad guy. I, I would agree with you there. Because from what leaks we already heard, we are still uh, following as Ethan, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's unclear if we are going to be Chris at some point. But, you know, Ethan and Mia, they left the that baby. Mansion. Yeah, they have the baby. And obviously, if Chris is the antagonist and he's coming after Ethan and Mia, Mm, that kid is probably some type of biological weapon considering Mia might still be infected.
0: I would agree with you. Obviously the kid the kid's obviously special because I mean look, at the end you know, when Chris shows up, it's like, Oh my god, Chris is back, you know, he's nice to Ethan, Mia, it'd be kinda of weird, that's the ending. And then like next game is like, Fuck you, I'm gonna kill you and your kid. There's gotta be a reason for it. Yeah. And obviously, Chris is working for the new umbrella, which from what he said and from what we got in the last few minutes of the last game is for good. Right? They're trying to correct the old umbrella's undoings. I would like to see a twist where that's not the case and Chris didn't know, but I feel it'd be kind of generic.
1: Yeah. Like shock, the
0: new umbrella's all uh, evil.
1: The new umbrella is not so new, it's just umbrella.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can take off the new it's tag like, now.
1: It's like they peel the blue paint off. From the <laughs> umbrella sticker, it's just the red still underneath.
0: Oh, how'd that get there?
1: Uh, ah, that's who's behind new umbrella. Umbrella.
0: But the, the gaming elements from, from what we've seen, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's um, going back to first person. So we're getting a break from third person. It's first person view, uh, PlayStation VR, which should look pretty good with the PS5. We have this witch character which will play a lot like the 7th game, so you, they'll chase you constantly. You can shoot them and they'll dissolve, but they'll come back eventually. And there will be psychological elements to try and trick you, And as Ethan, the character, who to actually trust or not, which I think can, can be pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean... I think that'd be fun. Let's, let's be serious. Resident Evil 7 was probably one of their greatest games. Because I, they...
0: Started their comeback.
1: Yeah, they completely changed their, their element. So Resident Evil 6 completely shit the bed. They decided, you know what, let's go back to our roots, but let's do something completely different. First person horror game in a mansion with psycho killer family with, you know, the biological weapon elements. And I think it worked out. The story was, uh, I mean, I guess the story was okay. But it was, it was a lot more intense than, I think, most of the other games. Because, you know, when Jack Baker's chasing you through the house, busting mm. through walls like Mr. X, it's yeah. genuinely unsettling. And plus, you're not a militia guy. So you don't really have the experts of handling a weapon. So it's kind of like everything's hip fire.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you don't really get the, the weapons and the skill you feel comfortable with, I mean, really toward the end of the game
1: yeah
0: um uh, but no you're right it's definitely uh first person it was definitely smart to switch to first person it's definitely more creepy because unlike like third person where you can just turn your character around and peek in the corner um you actually have to turn yourself and look into that corner and see they're there and if they're there waiting for you you're fucked oh yeah i haven't played it in vr i doubt i could handle it in vr but
1: <laughs> yeah i, ca- I kind of want to but vr is just so damn expensive
0: yeah, I mean, at, at this point, you might as well save up for the new VR whenever PS Five comes out. Because spending two or three hundred dollars yeah, I mean, on this one, it's not worth it.
1: You mean spend a thousand dollars on their new VR system when it comes out?
0: Oh, come on, this ain't this ain't PC VR. It'll be like five hundred dollars on top of your five hundred dollar console.
1: Yeah, that's my point because the VR system costs. Yeah, it probably costs more now than the PS Four does.
0: I think it does actually. I think whenever. I re- on Black Friday, like, and PS4 is like 200 I think the VR is expensive than that, though. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Um, Would you recommend uh playing Resident Evil 3?
1: If you're a fan of the franchise, absolutely. Because this game is awesome. It looks great. It plays really well. And, you know, Nemesis is a uh, pain in the ass.
0: I agree with all those points. Uh, It's definitely, if if you like two, you'll enjoy three. Uh, I would recommend, though, um, Waiting for a Sale. Um, To make up for the short campaign, they did add uh, the Challenges, which is nice. The Challenges are good, but they did add Resident Evil Resistance, which is a multiplayer mode neither of us have tried. And from what we've heard, it's not that great. With that being the case, I would say bucks and under, instant buy, Game's already been out for like two weeks. Give it a few more weeks. It'll go on sale. And then it'll be worth your money. Your time and money, I should say. Um, I mean, if you have 60 bucks to spend and you don't know what to spend on them, fine. But, you know, everyone's obviously a bit budget, poor budget in the quarantine these days. Um, And obviously, we still recommend too, right? It's like a, actually a great combo if you're playing back to back.
1: Yeah.
0: I've actually been seeing that in Europe. At least any physical stores that are still open, they're just literally taping the two together as a physical copy and just here, just buy both at the same time. So, That's
1: pretty cool, yeah.
0: All right, so Resident Evil 3, go play it. We're both looking forward to 8 and 4. We'll obviously get some details on 8 in the coming months since it's supposed to be coming out next January, February. There's no delay, but if anyone has any thoughts about these new games or if they've played 3 and they maybe love Nemesis, where can they let us know about that?
1: Well, as always, you can send us an email at com. If that doesn't tickle your peaches, come on down to our Instagram page where we post stuff on a weekly basis. Also, check out our YouTube channel. We got tons more videos. Our director series is up and live. And if you want to see our review on Resident Evil 2, that's also on there.
0: That's right. Yep, we already talked about that game last year because we liked it so much. We we just felt we had to do it the same uh, for three. And uh, don't be surprised if this time next year we'll be doing one for eight. But that's for next year. That'll be it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.